Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Game Train Podcast. Hello, Carl. Good evening. Welcome back. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been a whole thing. I, I know, like Dylan and we had Dylan here last episode where we were reviewing Jedi Survivor. Right, and, and I was playing AFL. You were playing AFL. Tell us yeah. about your time. Oh man, it's um it's awful. Yeah. Even even fake playing it. Sucked. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So Fake bad. Playing it? Okay. Just, but actually, tell us about how you were playing because you were actually playing the game. I was actually playing. I was very good. My team won, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Straight A's. Is that we got uh, seventy love every time we played? Uh, it was it was pretty good. We mm. okay. So got a lot jokes, of nets. But how was your time with the game? Heaps of goals. Got a lot of goals. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, Carl's back uh, after Dylan. So thank you, Dylan, again. Uh, but this week. Is uh, 126, and we're doing a big review of, of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. You know, That's... we had to wait a bit because it was there was just too much to do. It very big, very big game. Big uh, can game. You talk a little louder as well, Carl. I can talk as loud as you need That's me to, better. baby. That's better. Thank you. Anyway, um, and then uh, we're also going to do Lame Love and Hype Train. That's it, because we're not going to talk any game as games we've been playing, because all we've been playing is Zelda. There are no other games. That's right. So before all that, we're going to get into the news. All right, so the news this week, it's actually been a a big news week in terms of maybe not a lot of things happening, but there was one major event that happened, and we're going to go through the entire thing here. Yeah, nice. Um, That is the Diablo 4 KFC promotion. Of course, so all of it, (laughs) yes. There's several (laughs) floaty things you can get and and weapons. Uh, So in America, there is a Diablo 4 KFC promotion that you go buy chicken or burgers, or they call it sandwiches. They're actually burgers. Get it right, America. I know. It's so it's, confusing. They're like, oh, I bought the K- KFC sandwich. And I'm like, they, they got sandwiches now? What is yeah. It? Is it like thin sliced chicken? Is it fresh and yummy? <laughs> fresh, fresh and yummy. But yeah, you go buy these chickens. You then level up your KFC account and you get cosmetics in Diablo 4. We don't that's, get it in Australia, though. That's so wild. And I mean, what was the one they did before as well? Uh, open beta access. See, that's harsh too. Yeah. So again, you'd buy chicken and like, who's making these deals between Diablo Four and KFC? Um, like, uh, uh, is it going this way? Is it like the D- Diablo Four marketing team sitting around going, you know what? Let's approach KFC and we'll it's get Xavier them. Rudd. Or is it the marketing team at KFC and like the head of marketing there is like? a big Diablo fan. It's like, I want to work with Blizzard on Diablo 4 and they approached Blizzard to do this. Yeah. Which came first, chicken or the egg kind of thing, I I see. I don't know. Um, Also, the other Diablo 4 news is that uh, uh, the Diablo 4 devs have announced an official race to world first for hardcore players. So um, uh, they're calling it hardcore World world first level 100. So for the first... 1,000 people that get their characters to level 100 on hardcore mode on Diablo 4. Now, hardcore mode is if you die, 
you can't just perma dead. You have to start again. So My if you're level, you're level 99, your internet crashes and your character dies. That's nah, it. Man. That's, I can't, it's I game can't. over. But the first 1,000 people will get their gamer tag imprinted on a statue of Lilith. I mean, that's pretty exciting. Are you going to attempt it? You should attempt it for your stream. No, I, I thought about it. But then I'm like, I'd have to skip all the cutscenes, all the story, and just race. And that's not fun. No, it's not fun. I guess that's why there's an, like a special award if I, for if it. If I've already seen all the story cutscenes and knew exactly, you know, done all, played through the campaign already, I'd give it a go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But nah, not, not without. Not on my first playthrough, no thank you. Damn. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's, it's a... Yeah. I already think those people are crazy, but you know that everyone plays games differently, but even without an incentive, many people just do it. Like they'll start it and go, bow, as fast as you can. I'm like, you're missing so much of the art, but I guess it's not up to me to know how people enjoy things, but it's, no. it's baffling to me. when. But it's kind of funny though, at the same time, you're racing on hardcore. People are going to make mistakes in this thing because they're going to be racing. And blind. Yeah, and blind too. Yeah, that's right. Because everyone that got a review code for the for the game is not eligible for the prize. Yeah, I saw that. You know, so, so there was there was a big uproar about it, and then Bliz and then Blizzard came out and said, "Nah." You know what? Almost like you might not get the top five hundred, but you know what? Almost the best strat I can think of. If I was doing it, if I was like kind of good at it, like you are, this is what I'd do. Uh, and if I didn't care about uh, the cutscenes and the story, I would run through as fast as I could on not hardcore mode. That's that was that would be my first go, just as fast as I could, so I could make mistakes and see which direction to go, where to level up, where the bad guys are coming, who's coming. Write a quick strat and then start again in hardcore mode. That's that's what I'd do as my strat instead of going in blind and risking doing that like 99 level and dying and then not knowing and then dying again and being like, you know, you pass a bit and then another surprise and you die again. You're like, I wasn't ready. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm going to run through. I'd, I'd even stream it. Just go all the way through and you can just die and reload, die, reload. Just figure it all out. Write it out like a, like a spreadsheet in front of me yeah. on a whiteboard yeah. and then go, boom, let's go again, guys. We're going for the race now. I reckon well, that'd be the way. That, that's why all the people that got the review codes and it's not just reviews, a lot of content creators, people that write guides and all this sort of stuff that mm. want to go in the race. They're all... Um, uh, not yeah. eligible. No, not eligible. And some said they're still going to race against everyone just for fun. But yeah, as you know, the best way it was, it's like they've seen the racetrack before you started the race while everyone else hasn't. Yeah, exactly. They've done so, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is Diablo 4 news. Let's go on to the other news, the big news, which was the PlayStation Showcase. Absolutely massive. So, so first PlayStation Showcase in almost two years. Wow, has it been that long? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's, it's been a while, guys. Well, they've done several state of plays, but not a showcase. Uh, so there was a lot showing at the wow. showcase, but not a lot showing at the showcase at the same time. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so how long did it run? Just over an hour? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm still angry and Wolverine. Okay, all right. Well, let's go through a bunch of the announcements here. I've got a bunch written down. We can talk about them real quick. This is going to fill up the bulk of our news now. Yes. Uh, so PlayStation Showcase, Helldivers 2. Did you ever play one? 
I don't think so. Right, so Helldivers 2 seems to be a a co-op shooter uh, coming out this year, follow-up to Helldivers 1. I guess we don't really have much to say because neither of us played the original. Wait, Helldivers, what was that? Um, oh, because it, is that the one that's like the what, funny alien thing? Uh, yeah, that was like Starship Troopers, but not. Starship Troopers. How is it not Starship Troopers? I, I, the whole time I'm going, is this, is this Starship Troopers? Yeah, yeah, I see the one you mean now. Yeah, so yeah. I've, I'm, I'm looking down on my phone because instead of taking notes this time, I just, I did this where I was you like, you took screenshots. Oh, as, as each thing happens oh, to remind that's me. Smart. Yeah. So, so what I do now is I have time, and it's only, it only worked because I was late. So I woke up and I pressed play on YouTube and play on my phone at the same time. So I didn't even look at my phone. I just held it in the stre- screenshot position. Yeah. And when something came up in front of me on the, on the PC, I was just like, screenshot, screenshot. Because okay. we go through these lists. I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, Helldivers, it looks pretty good. But it did shock me that it wasn't even Starship Troopers. Yeah. Uh, so another one you would be familiar with is this one. Ghost Runner 2 got announced. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even... This is one of those games... I didn't even think to ask for it. You know, where you're like, geez, it would be so nice to get a sequel of the. I've, I was done with Ghost Runner, not in a bad way, but I'm like, cool, that's a great game. Time to live my life and play new games. And they announced, I saw him on the bike and I was like, nah, yeah, this some dude on a bike, pretty cool. Then you see his hand, which I spent a lot of time looking at, which is very clever. That's the first thing they show because mm. you can like customize the hand and, you know, all that kind of stuff because it's a first person shooter. And then they show his face reveal. And I'm like, that's freaking ghost runner man there's no way but why is he on a bike and then he jumps off it and does the ghost runner stuff and i was screaming in my room by myself i'm like what no no yes ghost runner uh, i didn't expect it so i'm very very excited guys yeah, i was on the couch watching now so i can't be happy about that one yeah you know yeah uh another game that showed off a new one uh phantom blade zero which is Mm. I'd say it's a Dark Souls-like game where you're a samurai. Uh, no, it looks more like a, um, what was the Ninja Gaiden-like? It, it looked quicker than Dark Souls, but still okay. difficult. So, so you okay, know how... Sekiro clone. Yeah, yeah, Sekiro, that's it. Yeah, Sekiro clone, which is a Dark Souls spin-off samurai game. So yeah, they look really cool, the combat looked really fast. Um, it looked interesting. I think I want to see more before I'm sold on it. Again, it was quite hard to tell what was a cutscene and what was actual gameplay. Yeah, it looked very good, but it looked very um, Xbox 360 era with greys and browns. Oh, and we, we know you love those sorts of games. Just, it's just all... And it, it kind of stood out a lot in this showcase of, like, so much colour. Mm-hmm. This is a very colourful showcase. And this came up and it was like, whoa... Man, remember when all games looked like that? Just every game for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. I'll follow the development of this one. We don't know when it's coming out, though. It's not not this year, I don't think. There was a few mysteries that just didn't say anything. Yeah, it's also true. Um, and Now, speaking of a colourful game, the next one up, Sword of the Sea. Oh, my God. So this is from the Journey creators. Um, you know, they made that amazing Journey game. This is pretty much Journey on a surfboard. It's, it's, you couldn't make a game. We couldn't ask for a better game, like, uh, you know, as a concept. Because, I mean, you must be the same, but I just, I adored Journey. Yeah, and Journey, we Journey both, was really good. And we both love, like, uh, you know, skating and snowboarding, kind of, that kind of, 
vibe. So combining it, something I wouldn't have thought of. And it looks so pretty. I don't know how traversal works. Is it level-based? Is it an open world? Yeah. yeah. You know, because Journey, it wasn't an open world, but it was a continuous adventure. With other people, but not with other people. Yeah, so I wonder how... Is it going to have that feel to it this time? Although what I trust most... Um, oh, could you turn me down a little bit in the headphones? Uh, oh, in the headphones. Oh, in, sure. in your headphones. Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, what I trust most, uh, besides vibe and music and great gameplay, but what I trust most with these guys is traversal. Okay. Because you see a game like this and you see someone on like a snowboard in the, in the sand, a sandboard, I should say, and you're like, oh, I wonder how it'll feel. I don't even care. Because like Journey and Abzu and then Pathless, like... Whether you like those games or not, the traversal just feels so flowy and beautiful, especially Pathless. Like, they're only going strength to strength. So mm. I'm so excited with what they do with this. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah, what, is that this year or next year? I think it was another mystery. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh, did you ever play the Telos Principle? I no. don't think you did. No, I wanted to. The, the Portal slash um, Witness kind of vibe game yeah uh, i never played it so i can't actually comment i was gonna ask for your comments but talus principle 2 got announced yeah looks cool but yeah I, I guess so i'll leave the next one to you you played gris oh my goodness I, and this was like i i thought i was pretty disappointed in it and everyone talking about this um uh, showcase was saying the first half was pretty eh, and then it started getting good for me it was backwards the mm. first half was like wildly good as a indie showcase. Yeah. It was like 10 out of 10 indie showcase, like five out of 10 once every two years showcase. But again, like, like the Ghost Runner thing, didn't think to even conceptualize, but it comes up and is like from the makers of Gris. I'm like, oh yeah, holy Gris. This was my game of the year. Mm. I didn't just play it. I love Gris. I bleed for Gris. Uh, trailer looked beautiful, but uh, you know, unfortunately... No idea what this is. Like, it looks really cool, but there's do, no gameplay. It's just a really cool vibe. The game's called Never, by the way. N-E-V-A. That's right. Yeah. And it, So we saw a trailer. Uh, very pretty. I feel like there might be combat this time because yeah. there's a sword. Uh, there was no combat in Gris. It was like a game you couldn't die in. So very different vibe, but the is animation this, Is this going to be your game of the year when it eventually releases again? See, it was... It's going to be a tricky one because the reason that was my game of the year was it was so wonderful, but it was very much like Animal Crossing where you couldn't time that better. It was a song about loss and lose and, and a musician losing their voice. And, and you like, lost your voice. And yeah, you're like, oh, it my connected God. in different yeah. ways, you know? So it's like I knew it wasn't everyone's, especially in a year with those two juggernauts that we were like. And I knew it was a, a, a very controversial game of the year, but it was to be true to myself oh, that I'll year. I'll give it was you like, shit about that forever from now on. I know, but like for me, I couldn't like to be completely honest to myself that year. I was like, this was my game of the year. Like nothing made me enjoy my time with the medium and and like just feel moved. But yeah, so this was this looks very exciting uh, as a concept, but we don't know what the gameplay is. No idea. Yeah. But uh, it's 2024 release. So you're a fan of uh, of uh, Sea of Thieves? Yeah. I like Get excited for Thieves. Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Beautiful. Beautiful. It looks kind of cute. <laughs> I just laughed. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, PlayStation want to get on CFPs as well now. 
No. Um, and the, the the maps had all the little like puns all over it as well, like cat based puns. The yeah. first there was another cat quest before this, which was more like a fantasy RPG, which went pretty well, I thought. Yeah. But I never actually tried it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's not really one for me. I thought we'd just mention it. And the next one though, <coughs> fans of Splatoon get ready for foam stars. For That's- new you mean fans of Splatoon get ready for Splatoon? That's right. Pretty <laughs> much um this is from Square Enix, but it's pretty much Splatoon on PlayStation, but with foam instead of paint. Colored foam. Colored foam. It's it's for it look what, four V four with uh different abilities on your characters and you nothing shoot else foam is everywhere yeah. to take over the stage. It so looks it looks no different. I was going to say like, oh, the thing is they're all like really cool, funky characters with funky fashion. I'm like, oh, wait, same as well. Yeah. Because they had like these outrageous outfits and they show off their like cool, uh, you know, platform boots and weird helmets. And yeah. But but then I was like, no, that's not different either. That That's Splatoon's thing as well is this funky, weird fashion vibe. That's right. Um, and we, we couldn't, yeah, so, um, I'm going to skip foam stars, by the way, I have zero interest in that ripoff crap. <laughs> no, unless I'm going to skip it long enough till they like go, oh, everyone in the world is playing it and it's the new destiny. You know, if some miracle happens, I'm like, fine, but I'm not jumping in as an early goer for that one. It's just no. like, I guess uh, they want their kid safe shooter. When I say to you, Australian made games, what do you think? I think top tier indie untouchable i think yeah. i think untitled goose game cult of the lamb i think golf story hollow knight i think don't touch aussies with their indie games just let them make it get ready for the next one it's called the plucky squire and it How looks bloody good. awesome and it's australian made again and it's australian oh. made indie which straight away looks amazing i'm like so this is a uh Beautiful. it's like an rpg sort of game but it's like taking place inside a storybook in 2D animation art, but then you can walk outside the storybook and it looks like it almost becomes like a 3D platformer it RPG. Can, yeah, it in does. A way. Um, looks like Sackboy's Big Adventure. Yeah, kind of so graphics. it looks like you'll be going back and forth between these two planes. But and- even against walls, you know, they had them on walls and on little flags sliding on. So you'd be a bit like Mario Odyssey did. Uh, it remind me of. Um, the uh, in Zelda, um, a link between worlds. Yes, yes. Uh, Link's power to go through paintings and things like that and traverse the environment that yep. way. Remind Very me much. of that. So, but colorful and cute. This was, this stood out like in that whole thing. This is the one I sent my partner. I sent this to Bree, and I was like, mm. "Hey, uh, I don't care what else you watch." But just check out this trailer. She's like, oh my God. It just sells it straight away. I can't believe it's Australian made, though. I didn't you know can't, that. You can't drop an... You didn't know that? No, no, no. I didn't know that. But as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh my God. This must be Plucky Squire. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just... They're killing it right now. How, How does Australia do it again? Just... These guys are just so impressive. Like, you'd be able to just put up like a showcase of Australian amazing indies. I reckon we need to do a, a indie-centric episode one day of like a throwback and a current and just, just line it up and just be like, these are all the ones we could find, Aussie indies. Let's 
let's wrap it to it. Like, there's so many. It'd be even fun to go back and talk about the old ones. It, it, it's interesting, like, how good these indie games are from Australian developers, but yet we can't send and produce a AAA game to save our lives. No. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder why. There must be, there's a different formula in there that's, mm. I, mean, I guess it's just budget, really, because yeah. AAAs are just, just millions of dollars to create. Yeah. Uh, so some VR games were shown, won't go through them all, but Resident Evil. I didn't Evil, even screenshot them. Oh, Resident Evil 4 is getting a VR mode, which looks kind of cool. Uh, uh, what is it? Beat Saber is getting a Queen music pack, which is kind of cool. That's about it. Uh, and coming to PlayStation VR 2, which it wasn't on already, so that's strange. Yeah, it's... Oh. Can, I, can I say my next screenshot was an ant? Because I was like, what is this? Ant. And I took a screenshot of it. Okay. I think it's the thing you're about to talk about. Oh, no, I've got another Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Please stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> screenshot that. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> They're doing it again, Carl. Yeah, every again. time. Remember, remember how I lost my shit at Kingdom Hearts 3 because of this? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, my God, that was the one. Yeah. Yes, both of us were like, this game's point. They're showing all the boss battles this time. Yeah. Stop it. These are story games, guys. Yeah. Please stop. I would have rather seen more story elements in a Zelda game where I don't care as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but this Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy is like, this is what I'm here for. Like, is this story. I, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, God, was, was it like this with Final Fantasy VII Remake? But I deliberately backed away from those trailers because mm. I didn't want to see anything. While this time I've been, like, sort of sitting through them and then going, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. I remember we had to do that for Kingdom Hearts eventually when they were showing it at... Um, showcases and stuff we were just like muting it and looking away and we're like yeah la, la, well, la, 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 i did la. it for this one I, was, I i chose to start looking away as soon as i went final fantasy six in you don't need to show any more of this game it's out in three weeks do a launch trailer on the week of and that's it we don't need anything else on this game now show us another cg showing of wolverine in that spot instead Show us another tease of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. Show us what uh, Bend is doing. Show us... Show us the words Ghost of Tsushima 2 in development. Yeah, on a black screen. Yep. And that um, would have been more hype than watching that trailer. Like, for fuck's sake, Square. You know Why what is it always Square that does this as well? I don't know, right? It must be, like, just works for them or uh, something. I, I feel like just grabbing random games and, and cutting uh, trailers, which would be like a Square trailer, and just shows all the ending parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Square trailer of um, Planet of the, of the Apes where he sees the Statue of Liberty on the beach. <laughs> Coming soon. No! <laughs> From Square Enix. Oh my god! Oh my god! Or uh, from Square Enix. Um, oh, what was that uh, Bruce Willis movie? Um, oh, Dead People. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see dead people. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Starring Bruce Willis as the main ghost. Coming soon. Oh man. Um, what what other classic ones are there? Um, oh, so many, so many. Um, uh. <laughs> Seven, whose head's in the box? 
Oh no, Seven, St starring Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> as a cube. Uh, anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, on, I, we could make like a summary uh, voiceover like uh, for Star Wars. He was a young boy in summer. His dad was Darth Vader. <laughs> Please follow the adventure of Luke Skywalker in Square Enix Presents Star Wars. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, Gran Turismo movie got a trailer. Did Yay. It? Oh, although... That's you know about Driver Dan's brother? Yeah, I was going to say Driver Dan. This is, when, when it said based on a true story, yeah. I'm like, this is a true story and we know someone that was involved in these exact programs. Yeah. yeah. This exact, not even like kind of like it, like the Gran Turismo program. Yeah. So we, we need to chat to Driver Dan about it. We have spoken to, uh, his, his actual name is Dan Simmons. Yeah. We have him as one of our episodes of On the Platform. If you scroll back far enough, <laughs> listeners, yeah. you can actually find him in there. Go back he might four actually, years. He might actually talk about it. I don't remember. Yeah. But we might have to bring him back on and have a chat about that because that is that was the most dull, boring thing. If I didn't actually know someone who was part of that real program that they actually did, and when they said based on the true story, I know a lot of people will be confused. But mm. I was like, oh yeah, we know this story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. that's I thought of like talking yeah. to you about it straight away. I was like, oh my god, it's Driver Dan's brother. Uh, Dragon's Dogma Two is in development and is coming for the fans of Dragon's Dogma. That could be fun. Dragon's Dogma available on the Switch now if you want to play a cheaper Skyrim-like on the go. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, let's get into the last few. We've got a few more here. We've got uh, Alan Wake 2 got a big trailer. Ooh, Alan Wake 2. Yeah, that looks really cool. It didn't go how I expected at all. Very interesting. Uh, very, very cool. And it's set in the same world as... So Control, Alan Wake, and there's another one. It's not the quantum one, is it? Is it? No, that's the no, other. No, um, there's something. Game. There's something else that's set in the same. Oh, Max Payne. That's oh, right. Oh, really? Yes, they're all set in the same what? world. Max yeah. Payne seems so grounded. Max Payne was in this trailer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, Alan Wake Two comes out October 17. That's about the American horror writer which always tends to end up in his own books or something somehow i don't know it, yeah. it, it, it it's psychological horror stuff. it's it, great it looks really really cool as does this one again yeah so um, and after uh, their work uh, in control very exciting yeah i think alan wake came out 10 years ago so to get a sequel to that's really cool um why xbox didn't take the exclusivity on this i yeah. have zero idea because they uh, did the first game it was exclusive yeah, on xbox see, this is multi-platform which is still, that's like kind of makes sense, but that it was revealed on a Sony. Yeah, yeah. It should have been on the, anyway, whatever. I feel bad for Xbox, yeah. man. They're getting kicked around. Oh, they've got their showcase next week and next week or whatever, and they get yeah. two hours of stuff. So it'll be but, good. We'll yeah. see. Um, we got our first proper look at Assassin's Creed Mirage. Man, I've never been so like, eh, for a brand new Assassin's Creed game. Ever. I'm kind of excited for it. I, I mean, don't know. It's it looks like it's going to be fun. Where you're just sort of going around assassinating people. You're in a Middle Eastern city again. Going back to its roots is, is exciting and it is fun. It just doesn't feel like a new... Like, they, it's just this... They've turned into this giant thing. Like, you know, mini Witcher 3 games. And, like, 
and I do like going back to its roots, but they're going back to its roots. Like it looks like the same game. I do like the going back into like an urban smaller area and killing and sneaking around. But what I love about Assassin's Creed is I get excited of the new since the very first one, well, since the second one, when I knew it was going to be like this kind of franchise, I was always excited about the new setting. Where are they going to go? What yeah, time frame? Okay. What's it going to look like? So yeah. this gameplay style, I'm all in for. But I just felt like I was watching a remake of part one. Yeah, okay. I've seen... I, I, I think that's what they're going for, I think, though. I know. I, I just... Yeah, I, I was excited. I do get that. And it, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun. The... The gameplay looks like it's going to be really cool, like a, a level up from the classic, I guess from two, really, because three, it changed it up quite weirdly with the trees and the Americas and the boats. And then four, it was all about the boats and then the islands. And then I guess Syndicate was the closest back to part two again. Yeah. But yeah. I wish it was somewhere else. I don't know where else, but well, somewhere they're going to look... We know after this one, we're getting the Japan one, so. Yeah, that's exciting. See, that's like... That's freaking cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun. I just, it just was the first time I'd seen a, a new trailer for a new Assassin's Creed where I wasn't like, let's go. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll play that. Oh, okay. Okay, mate. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So, and in the last couple of announcements, well, this one been rumored for a while, um, was the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. How mm -hmm. long into the trailer did you realize it was Metal Gear Solid 3? Was nah. this your aunt? Yeah, this was my aunt. Oh, okay. That I screenshot it. It was yeah. I took a picture. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty cool aunt. I thought it was like some sort of I was like, wait, Grounded is coming to PlayStation? Oh, no yeah. way. That was my first thought and I was like, nah, too dark. I think was there an alligator? I didn't I didn't take more. I think there was like it got yeah, bigger. Yeah, it's alligator and yeah. I think uh, it was either whichever came first, seeing Snake himself or hearing the very start of that theme song. Oh, so yeah. It took, it took me a while, I'm embarrassed yeah. to say. I didn't click straight away at all. I was like, what is this? Is this some, one of those God games? No, as soon as I hear the shooting in the background, I was like, oh, that's, that's going to be Snake Eater. It's, it's sad that it got leaked, but... Um, yeah. It's sad that it's not Metal Gear Solid 1. No, I'm happy with this. Why I'm very, are they very starting happy. with the prequel? Because this is the start. No, but it made so much sense when you did one and then two and then this because then you see a young ocelot and all this. like. Uh-huh, I know, I know, but it's Snake like, be Eater. Because it ruins... Throw my toys out the cart already. Well, the collection's coming out as well in Not autumn. Not the same. Uh, so you can play one, two, and three. No. You can even play the the shit of three, and then you can play Metal Gear Solid Delta Triangle, and it's going to yeah, be very Delta fun. Delta Triangle. But did you know this? They're using the original voiceovers. Oh, not new recordings. Correct. Yeah, that's because Konami's doing it, and probably no one wants to touch it. Yeah, because you imagine if like Kiefer Sutherland was like doing Snake again, how angry people would get. You know, funnily though. I heard them mention, was it in a, an article I was reading or another podcast I was listening to, but um, a bunch of, I think it was a podcast, they were saying like two of the, the the number of people on there were like, Metal Gear Solid Five was my first Metal Gear. And they're like, I only know the Kiefer Sutherland oh, snake. Oh my God. So 
there's a whole bunch of like people that are like that and you, you know you know what and some people freaking what's his name is obi-wan these days oh yeah 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 not sir not the other guy sir guinness beer i don't know yeah. his name yeah anyway um but yeah so i'm excited I'm yeah, super look, excited. I'll, I'll still play it. Maybe not excited not being Metal Gear 1. I'll, I'll take this excitement and you can take the Assassin's Creed excitement. If they come out same day, I know what we're each they, well, playing now. Well, they're not Metal Gears next year. Oh, yeah. Boo, yeah. sad face. Uh, and then the f- final one, we finally got gameplay of Spider-Man 2. Yes. And I'm very excited that we see Black Suit Spider-Man. But I'm also annoyed that we see Black Suit Spider-Man. We, and we see him so much. Yeah, it's... I it's, imagine he's right at the start, though. So. I, this is definitely the first act of the game. Now, how he gets the Black Suit, I'm not sure. But I, I don't know. It's like seeing the Black Suit is really cool. Like, no, like, because we saw Venom in the first trailer. like, do we get hate... Black Suit Spider-Man? Yeah. I hate that we saw Venom in the first trailer. And then they don't show him now, trying to be coy. It's like, guys, you showed us Venom. Do you hate that we saw Venom in the first trailer? I wish it was one or the other. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish it was like, oh, yeah. it's just Venom. I wonder if we get Black Suit. Or they showed the Black Suit and it was like, oh, I wonder if Venom happens at the end or if you team up with him or something. And, but... Now we know both, and it's like there's nowhere to go. There's no DLC or like mini sequel, because now we know the Miles Morales um, formula. We could be like, oh, there could be a whole Venom game. Maybe Why they still can. Why there be a Venom game? I don't know. I just I wish we didn't know. Now I'm just pretty sure there's gonna be. You know what I mean? Because we've yeah. seen both. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Ho- I'm just hoping that we will get a surprise final boss like in one yes yes there's a lot of enemies it looks like in that too well yeah we've got the lizard craven uh venom obviously uh are we gonna see other villains from one pop up again like Shocker yes and- well you saw that huge list that craven looked at true yes and i assume those are back because there was maybe, like bl- Black Widow and maybe know. they all. I don't know. And are we gonna fight Black Suit Parker as Miles? Yes, I think absolutely. so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you can feel the tension growing. Yeah. I don't like him as an asshole. I know it's part of the story, but it's it's always just a bit cringe because he's he's too young and yeah. like as a character. I don't mean in this. This is not a bully. McGuire is back. It's just yeah. It's so. It's always been a bit lame. Like they've never quite written it right because it's always written by adults. Yeah. Writing it at like an emo phase mm. for a teenager, and it's always a bit cringe. And even right now, hearing him what, be like, is, bossy, he go- "Is he going to kill?" Ooh. Th- that's the thing. Like in that chase scene, like he he was going hard. Anyway, so pretty much it was a chase scene throughout the city. It looked really cool. You could switch between Miles and Peter, which I assume was going to happen anyway, which is really cool. The additions to New York, which we theorized, I don't know if you and I, but I theorized yes, other we people. Yes, we did. Yep, Queens. Uh, Queen, Queens, we're going to get the other boroughs. Probably um, Brooklyn, I'm assuming as well, we'll get. Yep, yep. Um, we'll probably get, I don't know if we'll get Staten Island or not. Um, but yeah, definitely Queens, which is really cool. 
Um, we had that in Spider-Man 2 on PS2, right? What? Staten, Staten Island? Island? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. I feel like they, I feel like we did. Yeah. I could um, be remembering wrong. But yeah, yeah, Staten Island could definitely be in this. I'll get more of the East River, etc. Um, yeah, so it, it, it should be interesting what we, you know, how they, I'm assuming we're going to have the exact same New York, but the around it is going to be a bit expanded on. So they didn't give a date though. No, I know. With, Are they with, scared? With, with it supposedly coming out in September, they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming out in fall this year. Like, what if they delay it? That means Sony would have had zero first-party games this year. Now, Sony people are like, oh, yeah, but PSVR, mate, PSVR is an extra $800. Yeah, that's that doesn't count at all. No, they I mean, tried. They're like, oh, but it's only a peripheral. It's still a PS5 game. Well, I can't yeah. play it on my base PS5. It's a, yeah, that's like releasing a, a you know, Xbox One X and you can't play it on the Xbox One kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I, that's it, not it's a, not, like they would have, and they'd be like, yeah, but Final Fantasy, that's third party and you guys paid for exclusivity. Yeah. I mean, would you rather know first party game or Redfall? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then also Xbox had Hi-Fi Rush. And that's true. Starfield, and there's a rumor that they could also get Senua's Saga at the end of the year. Ooh, I, yeah, maybe. I bet you they're rushing that just to put a bandaid on Redfall. Nah, they wouldn't. No way in hell. That's true. They they are known to take an extra year, like Halo. Fuck! Could you imagine if Starfield got played again? Ooh, boy. It, that they cannot afford that. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's. But then if if Starfield comes out and it's buggy and shit, people will be like, "Oh, you should have delayed it." They can't. It's a lose lose situation. Yeah. It's got the come only out thing it has great. going for it. The only thing it has going for it is the fact that it's a Bethesda studio game, and they can get away with some bugs out the gate where people are like, "It's eh, Bethesda studio." Yeah, but P- PS people sure are you releasing buggy games. Yeah, yeah, we're like, well, it's a, it's a feature. Anyway, uh, that's the news. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I did want to shout out uh, Grand Blue Fantasy. Actually looks really charming and really cool to me. I wrote that down. That one, it, it's kind of like the one that looked like an old school Final Fantasy RPG. It looks like one of those Tales of games. Oh, okay. It looked really, really cool. It just looked like kind of, you're there with a party. There's some magical person. Uh, and, you know, it, it seemed like just old school RPG styles big world to run around in and that's coming out later in 2023 so that one looked really cool and Ultros if you were waiting for Silk Song and you're just never getting it Ultros looks like the like kind of like that bright crazy bright version of what looked like kind of a Hollow Knight slash Metroidvania type game I get a new co-host don't you dare slam Silk Song on this channel I didn't slam it. I just yeah. said, since it didn't appear again, okay. Okay. Uh, Ultros might be the, the one to, to look at for a little bit. I'm bringing Dylan back for the Silk Song episode. Yeah, well, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you are. You. Yeah, anyway, that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> All right, so on the games we've been playing, which is Zelda. So, on Terror Review of Zelda. Oh my god. Oh man, there's so much. We didn't even talk about marathons coming back. 
Bungie is bringing back Marathon. It's huge. Sorry, that's the from, new from seg- news from before. The new, new segment finished, mate. We're on to Zelda review. How did you not write down Marathon? I don't care. Oh my God, it's Bungie's new game. This is Bungie. I don't care. Oh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But this is the news. We have to tell people. The news played noise has already gone off. Rewind it back, guys. No. 20 seconds. Listen to it again. And this is the uh, news. Uh, Marathon's <laughs> coming. I don't know what that is. Or it's an extraction shooter. Yippee. Okay. Yay. Thank you, everyone. And uh, that was the second news. Yay. All right. Now we're going to go into Zelda. Games we've been playing. <laughs> Stop it. We're going to roll the <laughs> Zelda music now. All right. Zelda music. We rely on your knight and that legendary sword he carries. Our last line of defense will be Link. Link. Published and developed by Nintendo, surprise, surprise, uh, is uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is the, oh gosh, I don't know how many Zelda games have been now. There's been a lot. Zelda mm-hmm. has been running since, what, 1989? Around uh, there? A long 86, time. 1986. It was the year after Mario Brothers. Okay, 86. So what did, yeah, all right. So that's a long time now. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of games in the series, but this is the follow-up to 2017's Breath of the Wild. And when I say follow-up, I mean direct sequel, which we haven't seen too often in the Zelda games over the years. We've seen it with Majora's Mask many years ago. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with A Link Between Worlds and... And sort of Link's Awakening. And Link's... Well, yeah, and li- sort of Link's Awakening. But That's again, kind of a there trilogy. was a big gap between them. But this is like a six-year gap. Bang, we're going from Breath of the Wild into Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, so they've gone with the same Hyrule map with changes. We'll get to that in a second. So the story this time is that... Um, no Zelda- spoilers. Don't be uh, don't be nervous, guys. We're just it's doing like... Yeah. Uh, overall. Z- Zelda and Link are exploring underneath Hyrule Castle... Um, after they vanquished the Calamity back in Breath of the Wild, there were some mm-hmm. uh, disturbances underneath the castle. They go down there. Um, they find uh, this mummy down there, yep. which wakes up. This has all been shown in trailers, by the way. Um, wakes up. Things happen. Zelda and Link get separated. Um, then... Um, Link wakes up on the Sky Islands and no one knows where Zelda is. And that's the start of your adventure. Yep. Oh, and it's... Even just the intro is amazing. Like, I've never cared about the story more than this game already. Mm-hmm. It's always, Zelda's gone, go find her. That's kind of it. Go have fun with dungeons and find stuff. Yes. But well, I, 
yeah, you wake up on the Skylands, and that's when your tutorial section of the game begins. Yep. Much like Breath of the Wild, you are given um, a a few um, abilities in the starting area, and then you're let loose into the world. So this game again is a uh, a third person action adventure open world game. So they've gone with the open world Zelda format rather than the linear style of all the Zelda games that sort of came before where they'll like find item in dungeon, use that item to beat dungeon, then use that item to get to next dungeon, um, et cetera. And so ex- on. And, and so then use on. all items at last dungeon. Yeah, sort of thing to solve puzzles and find things on the map that you couldn't get to before. This one yeah. is we give you four abilities at start of game. They will carry you through whole game. You can run to end or you can go through do story. So the new abilities, let's go over the... Um, Let's go over the new abilities, shall we? Yes. All right. So first up is uh, we'll go with Fuse first. Let's talk Fuse. Yeah, which also worth mentioning before we jump in, it like they did in Breath of the Wild, they just give them all to you right at the start of the game, which oh, is yeah, that's what wild. Saying. Yeah, yeah. The, like the I just want to say how yeah. wild it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's and brave. Great. Yeah. You've, in the first hour of the game, you've got all four um, abilities. Main ones. Yeah. yeah. To to go off and, and go from there. So yeah. Fuse is one of them. So few, so a big thing in Zelda Breath of the Wild was weapon durability. Weapons could break quite easily after a few hits. Yep. This kind of fixes the problem. Like, your weapons still break. But this new fuse ability is that you can fuse two items together to make a new weapon. Or a yes. weapon with an item, sorry. So you can pick up, like, a stick or a sword or a spear. And then you can fuse... A stick, a sword, a spear, a rock, a horn, or just about anything in the game onto this weapon to make it a stronger weapon and a bit more durable. And it changes the style and properties of the weapon as well. Yeah, and it's everything. I wasn't actually sure when I saw the trailers. I was like, you know what, this is showing you quite a lot. But literally every item, you could put an apple on a stick and that's a new weapon. Yeah. If you want, but the, yeah, but there's major ones like a rock. So you put a rock onto a stick, it turns into like a hammer to smack through other rocks. You put like a half a blade that you find off an enemy, like a monster part, it turns it into like a pseudo axe, good for chopping through trees yep. or even or, a slightly or, flat or, rock. Or boxes. Yes, um, and and things like this. So it changes the properties of the weapon as well. Um, so it's, it's a good way of, yeah, um, turning just about anything you find now into a usable weapon. Because it got to the stage in Breath of the Wild, you'd find sticks, but you're towards the end of the game and they're useless. Now you can pick up a stick, but then you can fuse it to a very strong monster part. And all monster parts have, like, ratings now. Most other things have ratings. Yeah, um, fuse ratings. In, uh, in terms of the attack power it adds. So you might then find this four damage stick, but then you can add a 30 damage monster part onto it and now it becomes a 34 damage axe yeah and there's like like there's so many materials in your satchel or inventory but mm-hmm. you can sort it by power if you want really quickly in the middle of a fight and your most powerful things at the front and you know you don't want to use that every time so you just scroll left or right a few and you're like chuck that on it and it's actually quite intuitive and fast even though it feels overwhelming at first yes yeah yeah which is yeah it's, it was a really cool mechanic to add into the game next Ooh. one it Wait, even before we do that, it's not just normal weapons. It's even on your bows, which they've eradicated oh, all the right. special bows, uh, special arrows. There's no more ice arrows. There's no more fire, electric arrows, light arrows. All that's gone. All that you can get in the game 
is normal ass arrows, which is a good thing. <laughs> like it seems weird. Yeah, it's a and good then thing. you connect stuff to it, like fire flowers, ice flowers, turning them into fire and ice arrows, or yep. or you can put the bombs on there, it turns it to bomb arrows, um, or you can just put horns on there and it makes a very strong arrow. So yep. again, very very cool to be able to use all these uh, different things. And it's still, the physics still works similarly. If you shoot an ice arrow into a lake or water, it'll still make an ice platform you can actually stand on. Mm -hmm. Like, as if you had the old ice powers. You just have to kind of think creatively. They they don't tell you a lot because they want you to talk Ex to friends and explore. And, yeah. yeah. That's right. Sorry, keep going. Uh, so the next one is uh, recall. And I almost feel like this is similar to the stasis power we got last time. Stasis froze things in place, uh, while this actually turns it back in time. So let's say a platform is lowered in front of you. You can use recall on it, and the platform will then go back to its original position, meaning you've just turned a downward platform into a rising platform. It's very hard to explain without seeing it in motion. Or mm. imagine a boulder is rolling down the hill towards you, right? It's about yep. to hit you. You trigger the recall effect on the boulder. The boulder will actually roll backwards up the hill. Yeah, you can do it to like thrown stuff that if an enemy throws a rock at you or a cannon throws a cannonball. Yeah. Um, and it, again, it's, it's all about thinking outside of the box. A real fun one is um, enemies are sometimes standing on platforms uh, that you can't jump on. So you have to be careful and you don't want that enemy to hit you and the platform will be a floating platform over water or lava and you can just recall the platform but the enemy will keep going and it, like it'll throw it up or you'll recall something that the enemy's attached to it'll have a backpack on it and it'll go back but the platform stays there and then when time resumes no more platform enemy falls into lava like it's just weird stuff like that mm -hmm. uh, or if, if that boulder's big enough you can jump on it as you recall it and you can let it take you up the hill quicker yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot you can do with recall. Again, it's it's quite a, a strange one. Um, I didn't know which order to put the next two in, so let's go with um, ascend first. And I feel like this is a big game changer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they showed this in the original trailers, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So pretty much, you activate this ability called ascend. If you have a f flat platform above you. Doesn't even have to be flat. Oh, it doesn't it's have even, to be. It doesn't have to no, be flat. No, just enough space. If there is enough space for your character, like a cliff hanging, that is close enough to your head, so yep. there's a distance on it. But if there is something above you, like a cave roof, you can use this ability, and you will travel through the roof and pop out the other side. Yep, through the ground itself, and. It's wild. The amount of times people on the internet in early days were texting and writing complaints about being like, oh, we're stuck in a well. There's no way out. Game's broken. There's no ladder. And it's like, dude, use your ascend. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. You can go through regular platforms to jump up on things. Like, It pretty much breaks the game, honestly, in a lot of places. And we, we threw out crazy ideas after guessing what this might be in the trailer and we're like ah, ha, ha imagine if you could just do this anywhere in the in the main map and you can like yeah i've i've used it to climb whole mountains you you, you can even put using the next ability put platforms above you reverse it so it stays in the air and then 
ascend through that platform to give yourself a an advantage, like get up somewhere high. Like it's so weird to use it. So again, it's like recall. It's so hard to explain what it does. But when you yeah. start using it, you're like, what? I can add, okay, I can do At this At first, now. it's just like, oh yeah, go through the uh, the roof or go through a platform. Cool, I get it. But things like going into a cave and then strategizing it, like looking at the cave from outside and seeing like, all right, that goes under this huge mountain. Uh, and then like you'll go literally right to the top of the mountain. Even if there's like, say there's a fence around the mountain, a fort blocking you or something. And instead of trying to figure out how to unlock it, you just go under, come up right in the middle of town. Yep. Or sometimes climbing a normal mountain, there'll just be a slight cliff hanging and you're still outside, but if you can like slightly get under there, you mm -hmm. ascend straight up. Yep, that's right. Wild, uh, wild, wild, it's wild. It's crazy. Um, and then the final one is called Ultra Hand. So Ultra Hand is very similar to, in a way, Magnesis from the original. So in the original, you could use Magnesis to manipulate metal objects, like move them around. Yep. This time, you give an Ultra Hand, which you can move just about any non-physical object in the yep. game, but then attach those to other non-physical objects to theoretically build things. I mean, they're physical objects. Yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Um, uh, to build things. So you can, for example, get pieces of wood together and join all the pieces of wood together to make a big bridge. Or yep. you can... like, And then... There's all these extra objects in the game, like little parts, like fans and wheels and... Kind of mechanical parts yes. that need battery yep. power. God, yep. this is a confusing conversation. Oh my God, there's so much to this game. Um, and we're running um, like running out of time a lot here, so trying to get through everything. Imagine uh, we did other games. Yeah. Uh, add in um, yeah, wheels, uh, steering wheels, um, rockets, all these things. You can find these items and then use them on and connect them to other items and make things like a full car. You can attach four wheels to a piece of wood with the steering wheel and a fan on the back. Suddenly you've got a car or it can go in water as well. So you've got a little boat or it can fly or it can want. fly. You throw rockets it, on it. It can fly. You find a, the you can make a hot air balloon. You, you find a hot air balloon and then you attach that to a piece of wood and put a flame that turns on underneath it. Bang, you suddenly got a hot air balloon. Again, it's so hard to explain, but the things you can make and the way this changes the way you play the game and get around the game, like you then get this other ability called um, um, auto build, which goes hand in hand and you can save builds off, right? And then yep. out of nowhere, you can build a hot air balloon. Like you find these rocks and you need a certain amount of rocks to be able to build this from anything. Or if you've got the materials in front of you, Again, the same thing. You trigger Ultra it Hand. It sucks them all in. You, you choose the um, the blueprint that you've made so you can save anything off. Everything you make is saved in there and then you can save them as favorites or you're given a bunch of schematics throughout the game too, which is very cool. But Insane. like, for example, my balloon, hot air balloon with the flamethrower and the platform, I saved this. Whenever I wanted to, I could drop a hot air balloon and just float up into the air. Yeah, you don't need the parts with you. You kind of yeah. like materialize them from magic using a resource that you collect yep. as well. Um, also, those little mechanical bits and pieces that Callan's talking about, you can take them with you in your pocket. That's oh, yeah. A, that's yeah. insane. That's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah, you get all these. You find them throughout the game. They come in like almost like little capsules. Imagine like capsules. Little gotchas. Yeah. 
And then uh, yeah, put them in your pocket, off you go. There's like 30 or 40 different parts that you get throughout the game, which is fantastic. Um, so apart from all the new abilities, which then you use all these to traverse and move around the game, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so a big thing during the trailers, people were like, oh, so how has Hyrule changed? If we get the same map, right? Uh, and, and Nintendo like, yes, same map, which was massive map to begin yeah. with. Huge. But Nintendo, like, you get same map, and people are like, oh, well, how has it changed? And Nintendo, like, we've got the Sky Islands for one. So the Sky Islands uh, are a bunch of these islands that have appeared in the sky, pretty much floating islands. So there are all these new areas in the sky. You can get up the sky in so many different ways. I won't spoil different ways to get in the sky. You'll get into the sky. But there's all these different islands. There's different puzzles and things to explore out there. Um on these islands and you're like that's really cool that's a new thing in the game but then there's all these new ruins on the on the on the ground as well from these islands um and, and things like that there's um now a whole new cave system right so there's hundreds of these mini caves so like oh my every, god the caves every mountain's like a mini little cave that you can go into and they've and due to the what's called the upheaval, which is this a big event that happens in the game after this mummy and all that wakes up, it, it's called upheaval, right? Yeah. Um, it's made the all upheaval. these caves appear. So all, it's added all these other new areas to explore all around on the regular map. But then, due to the upheaval again, there's these giant holes which go deep underground. And I mean, don't, not just the cave system, I mean way 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 below ground right this is called the depths and the depths is an underground hyrule it is big as the normal exact hyrule, same size exact same size but underground it's oblivion yeah all over again it pretty much it's a separate world underground which always all in darkness and your mission down there is to go turn on all these big um what would you even call roots. them? Roots. They're like light roots. Light, giant roots. Light roots that light up parts of the map. And there's over a hundred of these down there to slowly um, reveal, reveal things on the map. Yeah. And there's story reasons why all this is down there too, etc. But it is such an amazing place to go explore down there. It gives you another whole Hyrule. And it was absolutely incredible just seeing all this and exploring it. And it was one of my new favorite parts to go explore in this game. The whole game's about exploration and trying things out. I found myself constantly going, I'm going to go down the underground for a while and go find some things. And there's a lot of hidden treasures down there. There's hidden bosses down there. Um, it's interesting, like, seeing, going, hmm, that looks interesting up on the surface. I might go see what that's like underneath underground. And most of the time, yeah, there is something interesting underground. Or vice versa, you find something interesting underground, you go... What's this like on the surface now? Go and check it up on the surface. Again, something interesting, something cool. It's very, very awesome. Yeah, the relationship between the underground, the depths and the surface is so interesting. Just like yeah. temples or gaps, or yeah, exactly like you're saying. But wild too that <clears throat> it's not just like this big thing underground of a, a huge flat area. There's also insane verticality in the depths. Yeah. Like you can still drop down and climb like whole mountains and really tall bits and like there's like deeper 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 depths that you can fall into in there. So that in itself is like they made another high roll. It's it's and so then, funny cuz and then 
trying to navigate this in the dark and you're slowly lighting up the place as well. So it gives that feeling of exploration rather than being able to see everything in the distance going, what's that? It's like, I want to see what's through the darkness and what this reveals over here. Yeah, and each of those light routes only reveal a very small area. It's not like in the surface, it is a bit scary when you unlock a new tower, it shows you this whole thing and you're like, oh God, I don't know where to go first. And you know, you're not slowly uncovering it like a fog of war type thing. So you don't know where you've been, mm -hmm. you know, un until you get that thing from the last game, Hero's Path or whatever. Yeah. But still. Um, yeah, which is, yeah, crazy. So another thing they've gone and done. So in the original, there was these shrines on the map that were like little tasks you go do and you get, um, this is how you upgrade your health and stamina, etc. Fully optional. Again, they're, they're, they're back. There's well over 100. I'm not going to tell the number, but again, like in the first one, there is well over 100, even more than the original, by the way, of these little shrines. Each of them, well, most of them have a little task. Some are tasks on getting to the shrines, and then you're sort of given the power in there straight away. But everything's involved with a puzzle or a thing somehow. It's very cool, and it's a good way of teaching you how to use your different powers as well in each of these through very simple or sometimes a little more complicated puzzles. Yeah. But you can solve them any way that you sort of see fit. So I've broken a few in there, by the way, um, by just shooting a bomb arrow at the thing. Yeah. I'm not going to go to spoilers, but... There's you, so many you, things that I, you don't know what to say and what, what to like yeah, tell people. Yeah, but, you know, um, like there was another one that um, you're supposed to make this finger around these, these tracks, but I ended up making a very scuffed minecart, which then ended up shooting me into the air and then I ended up gliding to the target and skipping the whole thing. So there's things God. like that. It, it's very, very cool. Another thing that has come back that people requested, and I'm going to say this again because the Nintendo come out themselves and said it's in the actual thing, uh, the dungeons slash temples. They're back. So yep. in Breath of the Wild, we kind of got these with the four divine beasts, but they weren't, they were very same, same as each other. They didn't feel like temples. They, there was something so off about the Divine Beast, and it had a very... The bosses really weren't... was. The and bosses weren't interesting, even though very samey bosses that all looked... They were just Ganon different. Yeah, exactly. This time, time, they're all themed around something, whether it's wind, fire, water. Uh, yes. There are unique bosses, which I'm not going to explain what the bosses are or anything, but each boss is unique to each temple, right? Um, and then yep. these are all separate areas that... Um, you're not finding your abilities in there, but you're using your abilities in different ways to solve puzzles to clear through these temples. They're very, very cool. There's a bunch in the game. Again, I'm not going to say how many there are, but it, it was very cool to see that they came back, and I'm happy they all had a theme. Like, then they weren't as, I still think, as big as normal Zelda temples dungeons are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... There was still there was still enough in there to, to keep you occupied for a while, and with them each being thematic, did feel like the old school temples and dungeons that you just weren't finding a special item or a boss key or or the map of the area. You weren't given any of these things. Yeah, and the thing that they're not quite as big as the classic ones, but they nearly are because of if you also add the traversal to get to them is just a little bit different as well in each one. Yeah, that's not like 
the normal being on the surface and trying to open up a gate. It's yeah. it's almost part of it. And then you get to the temple after that. And like now you're at the temple. And you're like, oh, it's, the whole thing feels like a big one, big journey. And in that time wise, it's pretty similar to the old school ones. Um, just so you know, I've got about 10 minutes, so we're going to keep going here. All right, well then. I know, I know, I've got to rush to work again because oh, someone love slipped you. in this morning. Shut up! Um, My alarm moved out. I might have a new lame train. Um, uh, anyway, uh, another thing I want to talk about quickly, uh, there's a, um, uh, the, oh, again, I'll say it, the villain is Ganon, we've seen him in the trailers, right? Yes. Ganon's back. Well, Ganondorf now. Ganondorf, sorry, he's back to more human form this time. Yep. Uh, he has a lot... I think better presence and a better villain than Calamity Ganon that we had in yes, the other one, which was just the, much better. God, it was horrible the Calamity Ganon thing. I did not like that in Breath of the Wild. That was a big turn off for me. Me neither, and that's what I said about not really caring about the story. I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, this one I felt the story was a lot more driven towards things. There was a lot more mystery. There was a lot more. There was a lot more interest in the story in this anyway. Um, but we're not going to talk story spoilers. Um, mm. But yeah, I felt that um, Gendorf had a lot more better presence, and and there was just things throughout the story which just makes Gendorf a better villain than Calamity Ganon, which was just a big floating cloud, really. Yeah, um, which was a, just weird. But um, well, I guess we should start wrapping up this review part. I'd like to know your score and your pros and cons, real, real quick on this one. Um. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's the same engine, so mm. it doesn't look great. It looks, it's hard to explain. It looks great. It's a beautiful, whimsical, and luckily it's like uh, art direction is beautiful. But, you know, it, it, there's some bits where it does struggle mm -hmm. <clears throat> when, when a lot of things are going on on screen. This is playable on a, on a machine that was already old tech when it came out in 2017. So it's yeah. a miracle it even works, mm -hmm. which shouldn't be... Uh, like a, a thing that lets it have a pass. And for the most part, it runs very beautifully. But there's a lot of jagged edges. Like besides the actual art direction and how beautiful the world and characters and everything looks, as a technical standpoint, looks kind of like ass. Not that it doesn't look good. It looks pretty bad. Uh, but what it, luckily, it's, it's hard to describe. It's not like Pokemon that, that came out that looked bad and just looked bad. This is like the world is so beautiful that it's luckily for forgivable in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, the lighting is very hot. The voice acting is yucky. Change it to Japanese. That's my uh, biggest advice. You can just go straight into the options, change to Japanese. The Japanese voice cast is way cooler and a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously all the subtitles are there. It's like watching an anime. Uh, the English voice acting, meh, meh. And that's, I couldn't find a lot of other bad stuff. This is a yes and game. Everything you think you might be able to do, you try and break it and it just lets you try anything um yeah i there's i was gonna like this game is special it's a different kind of special there's this there's something magic about zelda as a whole but especially these two games and especially tears of the kingdom there's something whimsical that like even gta can't do uh it, this appeals to like men women children adults in a way that's like just different it's adventurous it's creative it's it's stupid it's emotional, you know. I this is an easy ten for me. Easy. I what? love being in here. Easy. You just gave it easy. a bad thing, and then you give it a ten. That's this is the only reason it can be a ten next to other tens 
you, you'd have to give it more than a 10, which is impossible. But luckily, it looks like ass, so it can come back down to a 10 and stand amongst these things that aren't giants. You know what I mean? Uh, this is how I even think to justify. This is, you can't give this a 10 and then like other 10s stand next to it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I can't think of them like, it's hard to describe it. But this game, there's so many games, dude. You go down into the depths and it's like, hard mode not just harder but a different way of thinking there's this goop that takes away your hearts forever you got to eat the right fruits it, it's like a dark soulsy my first dark souls down like it's a whole different game or mm. you you find a bunch of pirates and you got to kill them all and it, it like in that area and it changes the way you think you jump there's all these places where they strip you naked and you start again many times you got to find new armor you got to find new weapons you got nothing on you and you, you just play that. I was up till 4 a.m. last night just doing one of those shrines where you have to, you know, like scrounge for like things and, and find new weapons and, and build again from nothing and, and kill like survival style. You got to kill one enemy at a time. You, you didn't take die their horn. Did you? Heaps. What? Heaps. Oh, I'm sorry, Callum. Oh my God. Oh, oh, I love Here those. Here we go. I love those ones because it was an actual challenge in the game. An actual challenge that you're surprised I died at? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. It had to come up sometime. Congratulations on Hollow Knight and Souls-like games. You're very good at the hard games. I die in games. Sorry, everybody. Uh, there's a lot of... Actually, those were the, some of the funnest ones because it was a very raw way of playing the game again. It was. I mean, it couldn't have been that bad for you if you never died because you're untouchable. Well done. Okay. Uh, sorry about my 10. I stand by it. This uh, is... Okay. Phenomenal. Okay. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, for me, um, yeah, look, it's probably a 2 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> can't even say it with a straight face. No, look, uh, for me, it uh, definitely is my leader for Game of the Year right now. I feel like, uh, and I'm pr looking at the outlook for the rest of the year, I feel like our Game of the Year episode is going to be about who comes second. Yes, yeah, it feels because like that. I feel like if... if I don't. I can't really see anything beating this this year. Uh, it's one. It's going to be one of those all-time classics that go down for me. I've given it a nine point eight, though, not quite a ten. I'll tell you why. That's a ten. Nine point eight. Hold up. There was performance issues. Uh, they need to do better combat in the future. The combat was quite, again, still quite basic. I uh, like that. Leave us alone. Um, the weapon breakage, even though they've tried to fix it with fuse, still pisses me off. I like that as well. That and, is literally and I like hate part wet of the cliffs. Game. Oh yeah, wet cliffs. It can rains go in the die. game, and then you can't climb anything, and it makes me sad every time. That's why I give it nine point eight. This is going to probably be my kill more lizards. This is probably going to be my game of the year, though. Sitting at a, I don't, I yeah, give it very high score, all time classic. Uh, it's going to be one that people talk about for years. When we. When Breath of the Wild came out, it influenced game dev in the way of open worlds being done. Now I think this is going to influence the way people interact with the open world um, in the future as well with all the crazy things yeah. that you can do in this. Um, but yeah. Like all climbing everything was a mind-blowing feature in Breath of the Wild. Now we don't care. We just climb things. Now, Yeah, now we just expect to climb things next it's going to be i want to be able to build whatever the hell i want in this game give me and i'm also going to be like how come i can't just go through that roof why do i have to climb it yeah so <laughs> but yeah uh zelda tears of kingdom all-time classic our game of the year episode is going to be who came second 
Um, which who came we, second? Yep. We'll start the episode with well, Zelda's got it, so let's talk about who came second. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how we. Yeah. Look. And it's like who's you got picked second in your game of the year? Well, second yep. for me was this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- I that think way. that's gonna be uh, um, very fun. That was a review of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's something only I can do. Look away. You witness a king's revival and the birth of his new world. promo uh game train twitch that's right i'm gonna be on twitch doing diablo stuff yay uh twitter at game train talk come hang out uh we're on uh podbean for the episode spotify uh the other thing apple itunes all those sorts of things go listen go like go write reviews go promote us please do please things some love share share us around if you if you had a laugh if you got anything out of it some info you know we're, we're always out and about, and uh, you can find us on our, our Discords and our Twitch streams and come and have a chat with us. But yeah, this this podcast is basically the root of all of it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, where can they find you very fast? Well, you can find me very fast if you look up The Lyrical on YouTube or Spotify, and you can find me a bit slower if you just go thelyrical.com or twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical. Tuesdays oh. and Wednesdays, baby. All right, let's move on to the lame love and hype train. First up is the lame train. All right, what's your lame train this week? My lame train is super easy. Uh, I need so much more time in Zelda. I've done 100 hours, and I've done one proper tempo. I've got seven. I've done so much in that game. I've seen so much, and I've done nothing, and Diablo comes out in less than 24 hours. Well, I finished the game and did 120 hours in two weeks. It was disgusting. Wow, you've only done 20 extra hours. I'll do that by the end of like the next three I, that's days. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's nuts, and I've done... Nothing. I could have kept going with sides and things, but I in that 120 hours, I did every shrine, did all the temples, did the story. Yep. That's enough. Yeah. that's. I'd say that's uh, enough. Um, my lame <laughs> train this week, no yeah. Diablo KFC promo in Australia. Boo. So we don't get those cosmetics. That's, that's bullshit. Boo. And I want my KFC sandwiches. The other one is Kyle slept in, so I've had to rush the end of this, which is a real shame. I know what you're talking about. I didn't sleep in. And also... This is another... I've got a lot of lame trains here. The Zelda dupe. There was a dupe where people could duplicate items in Zelda. Yeah. What a way to bust your own game. And I've seen people defending it. No. Yeah. Well, it's It's gone now, thankfully. You, you get one of it. these every six years. And someone said to me, you rushed the game. I did 120 hours. I did not rush that game. Yeah, that's not a rush. Um, yeah. But we get one of these every six years. You've just busted it by duping all the shit. Yeah, that's that's a very different. I mean, like I was saying before, exactly like I was saying, everyone plays games differently. Yeah. Well, uh, their, you know, their excuse was I don't have as much time as everyone else to play the game. I don't, you know, like I don't. You could play I the would game never. Three years. Again, like we can't. This to me, I see it exactly like the people who play The Sims and just do money cheat code, get all the money and just build houses and couldn't be bothered playing the actual game the way it's supposed to be played. 
And there's a lot and a lot and a lot of people that play Sims that way. Mm. I'm one of those people. I couldn't give a shit about the Sims and how my people feel. I want to build a house the way I want it. I want to put in a billion million dollars and just get any kind of furniture I want. I don't want to build up to it. I want a bedside table, man. I do not care. But in this game, I never would. But I do get when a, an exploit like this happens, when people are like, oh, exciting. I feel bad for Nintendo is who I feel bad for. Because they're yeah. like, that's not how we want people to experience it. Well, I was having a discussion with someone the other day. I said, look, no matter what, people will find an exploit, a way to break a game. No matter what the devs do. It's been in development for over six years. Nintendo have got some of the most talented developers in the world. People still found a way to break their game. And the most... In Man, there was one about how to get a, um indestructible master sword. And oh, I, I watched that. I watched that. I, I was like, right? what the... Guys, if you're listening, I urge you to go and just look up how to do it. Yeah. Just because how the hell did they find that out? Like, it's fascinating. That's what I love seeing. Like, don't do it. It'll ruin the game if you get an yeah. indestructible master sword. But just please go and see how it's done because you're just like, it's impossible to beat the world. Like, you can be the smartest developer, but you can't defeat the collective minds of everybody. Yeah. And it's yeah. insane how someone came up with that. Yeah. Uh, love train. Let's go. <laughs> Ah, obviously, it's just getting lost in the world of Zelda. It's it's finding an open world that's a creative uh, a mind palace that I can get lost in for this long. Uh, my new lame train is the dogs barking at Callan's yeah, house. Yeah, thanks. I was about to say the exact same thing. I was about to say my love train is not the dogs barking out. It's yeah. The neighbors, like neighbors' dogs, just going, "Oh yeah, we'll just ruin the podcast even more, shall we?" My goodness, it's an apartment, guys. Have some respect dogs um yeah getting lost in a big open world again that's that's full of stuff to do and and being able to like i'm, I'm loving just exercising my brain again in mm. in a way that's fresh and new it's making me think outside of the box like i haven't in so long using ascend using ultra hand using the time it's not just a world to have fun in like like if you know a uh, far cry or something those worlds are great but you know what you can do kind of always yeah so that's I'm loving it. I just I love it so much. Uh, and my, yourself? Mine is adding all my new shit into Twitch. I've had so much fun with this. Oh yeah. I've added uh, a shitload of redeems. I got so many channel point redeems now. If you listen to this episode, please come along the um, to the channel sometime. Try them out. Like uh, there's just a bunch of pretty much memes with videos and sounds going off on on, on the streams. Pretty much it. A lot of very cheap. From uh, ranging from 50 to 500 points. I've got a couple more that are a bit more expensive just because they're just longer things that yep. happen, right? Um, yep. But yeah, um, I've had so much fun doing this because I don't generally add a lot onto my Twitch channel. It's very, very bare bones, but this is the first time I've added quite a lot. I've also changed all uh, my starting soon screen to Diablo themed. And my uh, follow, raid, and subscriber things are all Diablo themed now as well. All those alerts are Diablo themed, so it's very cool. Um, I've enjoyed doing it uh, a lot. Insane. All right, let's roll into the hype train. What are you excited for? I mean, I mean. Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, Mortal Kombat 12. Like, it is all this hype. Oh, the Mortal Kombat 12 trailer was fucking awesome. All of this. Diablo is in less than 24 hours. It's it's right here. And 
to say hype in our house for that is is wild. Like you must, I know you're the same right here with all these redeems you just talked about. My partner just bought an Xbox Series X for Diablo. She hasn't touched Zelda. Doesn't care about Zelda. I don't get it. She, she is in she, love she with Diablo. She randomly plays the beta. I don't even know how she picked up the control and started playing that beta. Did you just hand her the control and go, look at this? I just said, give this a try. I wasn't, I don't, what? I'm pretty sure I wasn't even with it. Yeah, because I was on like doing something on yeah. the computer and she was just chilling, like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I was like, well, this beta just came out. It's very exciting for me. Have a go. Just follow along. Never played a Diablo game before or even, even like an isometric RPG of any kind. Yeah. And just was like in love immediately. And then we jumped in together and, and played together in the same. Because we couldn't. Well, well, what's drawing her in? Is it the characters? Is it the story? Is it the loot grind? I don't understand. I think it's how it feels, is what she okay. said. Right. Just the, the actual feeling of like attacking someone and then that, that growth in power. Yeah. In just the little increments. It just feels, and you're fighting bigger and bigger baddies. And it's just enough. It's, it's like you're killing a lot of people at once. You've, the feeling of power is pretty cool if you take it the right way. And then when you get defeated, feeling like something's happening when you get new outfits and new magic and leveling up blizzard just do it in a way that we take for granted uh as players of of many diablo games and blizzard games and whatnot and leveling up but watching watching her play through a game that's just so different from like she plays the wildest you know bunch of games from animal crossing to she's going currently she's going through red dead redemption 2 she's in chapter 3 She's in love with the story. Like she just plays these random games, whatever she's in the mood for. And I'll tell her about all my favorite games, obviously. Um, and she just tries one every now and then. And a random one will hook her. Ones that I think she'll love, nothing. Like Breath of the Wild. She tried it and was like, yeah, not for me. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know what, what to do. Yeah, and then she started like Diablo 4 and was like, I need this. She's got the ultimate edition. It's pre-downloaded. It's ready to go. I... Yeah, so you know, I'm ex I'm so excited to play with her because this is a game I never would have expected to play with my partner, and I just I am excited to have someone that I can play with in Diablo that isn't someone that's like your level because I don't enjoy it. What? I'm I fun do not. to play with in Diablo. You are you're fun to play. It's not about the enjoyment. It's I don't like being dragged through, but and by the time I even load up with you. You'll be like, hello, welcome. I will, you know, and you'll be this huge guy with these powers and magic. Oh, I'm making and... new characters, man. I just might have more No, than it's one. the knowing. Like, so what, what, I'm, what I love with playing with someone like Bree is that we're discovering together. We okay. have no idea. It's the, you'll be in and you'll, you'll be weak as shit. Be like, trust me, go this way. And it is helpful. I love no, having you there. I deliberately haven't said a thing. I haven't even told you what the good builds, like, no, synergize. Like, I'm not I said know, a but, word. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying playing with you, you being there. You just know. So you're either you'll pull us through. Like, this is not you. It's anyone that's, like, very good at a game like this. You'll either pull us through or you'll stand there and just be waiting for me to do stuff and be like, I won't say anything. But then you're not helping either. Whereas when you're both, like, discovering together, mm. and I know, like, the concept of what a Diablo is, so I can be like, oh, I think maybe you do this, but I don't know what this magic does. And we'll both, like walk into a new room and be like, oh my God, what do we do here? Or oh, I think this happens and oh, how cool was that? And I just didn't expect that. I was going to just play it with you and just be like, well, and I, I just don't enjoy being, uh, until I'm like doing my second and third character, then I'll jump in and be like, yo, can you just, um, 
what do we call it? Just Frankenstein me in or like hook shot me through this. Uh, what we did to Twan. Yeah, which was very fun, but yeah. only because I'd done it before. Yeah. And it is fun. And I can't wait. I can't wait to play with you after I've done a playthrough and be like, yo, let's just boss the shit out of this. Let's oh, get really I powerful I'll, druids. I won't be playing with anyone until I've done the campaign. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm so hyped that I have someone to do that with because I didn't think I would. And I didn't think it was going to be my partner mm. playing this gross hell demon blood yeah. game. Yeah, like what? But mm -hmm. yeah, so uh, what are you hyped for? Oh, if Diablo I even have to 4, ask? it comes out tomorrow. I'm going to stream a lot of it. As I said, the channel's been... Uh, added a bunch of stuff like the alerts being Diablo 4 and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, next week, there's going to be Twitch drops available, so come by my channel. You'll be able to earn trip uh, uh, cosmetics from watching my stream next week. I would have already finished the campaign by then, so there won't be any story spoilers. I'll be just leveling characters and, and doing endgame stuff at that stage. Freaking epic. Yeah, that stream, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Um... Even when you're listening to this, I'm sure you're gonna still be going. Callum will be still still going. If if you um, if you get this in a, in a day or two, and Diablo's been out for a while, jump into that stream because there is the redeems are gonna be fun. It looks scuff AF and like in the best way. I can't wait to jump in, just to mess with you. Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of fun. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna finish up next episode will be the review of Diablo 4. I deliberately didn't ask for an early copy because I didn't want to play the game fully early. I wanted to actually do it on stream for my playthroughs and stuff. I feel like I would have lost a bit of that magic. Yeah, um, absolutely. Plus, I'm, a lot of the review players, they just like reset their people again. No, well, no, they Blizzard deleted all the characters in the review period. That's what I like. Those are those do it again, again. There was a nine yeah. day review period. That's yeah, I, I would have hated to do that. Nine days to play the game, and then Blizzard goes, all gone. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. What about what no, about seasonal you. play where you got to start at level one again? Oh, that's okay. Oh, okay, I'll be fine. Yeah. Once I finish the game, probably I'll I'll be playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, tears of the king guy. All right, uh, we're going to end it up there, folks. Goodbye. This has been Game Train. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. bye.